Facebook can still be a viable place to build a business. Okay, depending on what type of business you have and your audience, again, it is still a viable place to build. Facebook has over 2.8 billion monthly active users and does remain one of the largest social media platforms in the world. Okay, you know I love Instagram, but we are talking about Facebook in today's episode. One, because Facebook isn't done. As much as I don't love it, there are some things that I am seeing that you need to know what to do and what not to do when it comes to utilizing Facebook in your business. Okay, let's jump into this episode. It's super juicy. I cannot wait to share with you some of the things that have spurred this episode on. All right, let's go. Hey, hey, it's your girl, Emmy Cornwell, Instagram biz coach and social selling expert. Welcome to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show. This is a podcast where we talk about all things that will be helpful for you and your business. Everything from Instagram tips and tricks to health hacks to relationships and definitely some Jesus. Basically, everything in between Proverbs 31 and Tupac. I am so excited to party with you in each and every episode because ain't no party like a Hey Hey Emmy party. Can I get an amen? All right, let's get into it, sister. Hey, hey, what's going on? How are you, sister girl? Welcome back to the Hey, Hey, Emmy show podcast, all things Proverbs 31 to Tupac. Here is what we're talking about today. Yes, I am your host, Emmy Cornwell. We are talking about Facebook, not typically something we talk about on this podcast, although we do talk about multiple social media platforms. We don't just talk about Instagram, but it's no secret. Facebook's never really been my favorite. However, I've never abandoned it. It never fully died. (laughs) And I never predicted it to fully go away or, or not be, again, a viable place to build a business. Honestly, almost four years ago, I came from a different network marketing company and I partnered with a new company that has a social retail model. That's when it was four years ago. And although a lot of people see success with this social retail model on Instagram and now TikTok, a couple of years following after this company's been around for a while, but I've only been a part of it in regards to like leveraging referral code sharing and affiliate marketing side of it for four years, like people, TikTok wasn't around. So people had to use Facebook, especially because, okay, social retail, which is one of my businesses in the wellness space, which you hear me talk about. Hello, shout out to Liquid Collagen. Get yourself some, swipe up. I got a $10 off coupon code for you. You can use right away. You'll see it at checkout. Try it. What do you have to lose? And so with social retail, it takes the best of network marketing and it pairs it with the best of affiliate marketing. There's no model out there like it. There are network marketing companies now that are trying to emulate that because it's leveraging referral code sharing. Just what I did. Just did you see what I just offered you? A $10 off coupon code. Okay. You get that. That's an easy quote unquote sell for me to offer that you. I'm not trying to, I'm not expecting anything out of you. I'm actually giving you something. So when I started this, I built that business on Facebook. Although I loved Instagram, I paused Instagram. Like I was committing to posting over on Instagram, like 
twice a week on my feed, but always showing up in stories, but then really focusing on Facebook because Facebook is your warm market, traditionally speaking. And Instagram is more your cold market, traditionally speaking. Anyways, throughout the last four years, if you're using social media for your business, whether you're in the network marketing space or not, social media changes. The algorithm is constantly changing. The culture is constantly changing. Sales is constantly changing. How we interact. The digital marketing is the number one way to earn money in 2023. That was not the case a couple of years ago. So Facebook did not die. I've been rocking it on Facebook. (laughs) Honestly, it's been the easiest platform for me to post on because I don't have to think about it because of some of the things that I'm going to share with you. Whatever platform you're utilizing, you do want to tap into your personal brand. That's why I teach you and talk about how to build a personal brand so that not only are you standing out, but you're multiplying sales. And through that, by knowing who you are and knowing what you stand for, what you're good at, who you're helping, what's the problem that you're solving for them, the emotions behind why they have this problem, why they want you know a different desired outcome so bad, stems from who you are and your personal brand. There is major significance in that, no matter the platform that you're using, no matter if it's Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, your email marketing, your website, all forms of content are just going to display that. And it's going to organically bring customers to you if you do that in the right way. And this episode, we're going to, we are going to talk about, not in this episode, actually, in the next episode that I'm going to record, we're going to talk about, honestly, some major faux pas and I'm putting some people on blast. So listen to this episode and then make sure you listen to the following episode as well, because you're going to, you, maybe you've done these things and I'm not going to jump into it now because I don't want to spoil what's to come, but just know I have a major bone to pick with people who are using Facebook and quite frankly, any platform, but Facebook. So it all stems to your personal brand. These people have a bone to pick. They're not doing it. But here's why Facebook has been kind of easier for me to post on lately, as opposed to Instagram, especially after I lost my account at 11,000 and all the work that I did to build up to that and years and years of blood, sweat and tears, relationship building. You know, I got pregnant at the same time and I lost my account August 1st, 2022. That kind of took the wind out of my sails, right? Even though I know God had a plan and I was trusting and resting in that, it still sucked, okay? It doesn't mean it was any easier. But with Facebook, you kind of get to really like almost remove your niche, if you will, more so than a platform like Instagram. So Facebook is your warm market. Some businesses are more naturally suited to Facebook than other platforms. So you may find it as like I'm doing easier to leverage your Facebook and the features it has to promote your products and services. But just like Instagram, just like anything, there's going to be algorithm changes that are constantly happening that could affect your reach, could affect your visibility, and you got to stay up to date with them. So that's why you're listening to this podcast episode, right? Okay. Awesome. So kind of take the blinders off in regards to your niche, like take yourself out of that niche box. Think about your personal brand, who you are, like what you're good at, what you want to talk about, like who do you want to serve? Why do you want to serve them? What's the problem that you're going to solve for them? And is there essentially then a demand for that in the marketplace? And you help them get to their desired result. You're still utilizing those similar strategies, if you will, or theories, or whatever you want to call them, of how you build a personal brand with Facebook. 
But here's, we're going to talk about specifically what posts you should be making that are going to get the reach, that are going to get the visibility because you need, you need eyeballs on your stuff. You want to sell, you have to have people who are coming into your storefront. Even if you have the open sign on, well, you're not selling anything. So good job if you like are talking about your business because if you're not talking about it, you don't have a business. That means your open sign is on, but you have to actually sell. And your content is one of the ways that you can do that organically so you don't have to cold message people, which people still do. I literally today just got one and I'm, I don't even know why I'm giving this lady the time of day. You know what? We're saving that for the next episode because that's one of the ladies I am calling out. So here are the three types of posts that you should be making on Facebook every week. Are you ready? Okay. Hopefully you're taking notes. Number one, you want to make some type of curiosity post every week. Okay, so what is what is a curiosity post? Essentially, what it's doing, it's creating curiosity. I know, like back in school, you're not supposed to use the like word in the definition, but <laughs> you know what? Let's. I'm so curious. What does Chat GPT say about curiosity? What is a curiosity post on Facebook? Let's see what Chat GPT says. I love this feature. I just love playing with this. A curiosity post on Facebook is a post designed to pique the interest of your followers and encourage them to engage with your content. These posts typically use intriguing or provocative headlines or questions to entice readers to click through to the full post or the article. Curiosity posts can be a powerful tool for businesses and marketers as they increase engagement and generate interest in your brand or product. Some common types of curiosity posts include teasers for upcoming products or events, provocative questions or statements that encourage discussion and intriguing headlines or quotes. To make your curiosity post effective, it's important to strike the right balance between being provocative and being misleading or clickbaity. We don't like that. You want to generate interest without disappointing or frustrating your followers. Additionally, you should make sure the content you're linking to is high quality and relevant to your followers' interests, which honestly is hard to do on Facebook because you have thousands, thousands of friends from thousands, thousands of walks of life because it's your warm market. It's not a target audience. Okay? You have your grandma, you have your mother-in-law, you have your friends from high school, you have your friends now, you have your coworkers, you have random people now actually, right? Like long gone are the days that you actually had to know someone in order to friend them on Facebook. It's a networking tool. I teach, I do this but I also teach this to my clients and my students. You should be friending people. You should be in Facebook groups. You should be connecting and networking, building relationships and friending people. Even if you don't know their whole life story, you have some type of connection with them that you want to stay connected with them. Hit the add friend button. You need more eyeballs. You need more connections. You're always filling the pipeline. You need more leads, right? If you are in business, you need leads. We need to always be generating leads and always filling that pipeline. So here's a couple examples of curiosity posts that I have done recently. And this one was actually huge. It got, well, I mean, what's your definition of huge? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but especially because I had posted this when I had kind of started to come back to Facebook. And so I thought these numbers were really good based off of previous numbers of mine and based off of where the current algorithm and the platform is. Currently, these numbers maybe a couple of years ago are lower, but again, it's a different playing field. So I got 50 reactions and 112 comments. Here's the post. And if you go to my Facebook, you can see 
what I'm doing. Everything I'm sharing with you, the strategy of my current Facebook strategy, that's what we're talking about. Essentially, if you didn't catch on to that, you can catch on by also visually going and seeing me do it. Leading by example, time to let the cat out of the bag. Yes, I'm not really a cat person, but that saying works for this. PPS, I used to have cats growing up. Anyways, I've been keeping a secret. I'm definitely terrible at keeping secrets. I'm part of a pre-launch project that is so exciting. I've been blessed beyond measure being led to the most amazing places and big opportunities in my career. And this one tops it all. I 100% believe this is going to grow and expand quicker than skincare, collagen, and our weight management. It's also bigger than leggings, makeup, CBD, shampoo, jewelry, you name it. Every time I tell someone what's coming, there's a 10 second pause. And then they say, every woman I know needs this. I've never seen quite that effect with any other product. I've been in the wellness and supplement space for 10 plus years. Why and how? Well, what we're launching will directly impact the daily lives of 3.9 billion women and indirectly impact everyone else, aka men, right? It's a women's health product, but men are getting impacted. That was not in the post, okay? That was just a little side note. (laughs) It's an opportunity to help 49% of the population experience life-disrupting and anxiety-inducing health and wellness issues and concerns. It's predicted to be 48 billion market by 2027 and up to 58.2 billion with a B by 2030. At the forefront of the product category, that does not exist right now. That everyone will be running to catch up to. Curious question mark? I was too. Drop a question or a phone emoji in the comments below and I'll send you the pre-launch video. Okay, and then had a picture or selfie of me. Very excited. Now, this is an example of a longer curiosity post, but... It's curious, right? Like, are you curious? Absolutely. 100%. You want to know what is going to impact the daily lives of 3.9 billion women. I'm a woman. Are you a woman? I'm guessing you're in that category. And I'm guessing you want to feel good in your body, no matter what stage of health that you're in. Okay. So that's an example of a curiosity post. And you need to be making at least one curiosity post a week on your Facebook page. Okay. Here's the second type of post. You want to be posting engagement posts. Now I'm not going to use chat GPT to do that, but engagement posts, honestly, is very similar to a curiosity post in regards to evoking engagement and the conversation piece. It's state it's statements and it's posts that are encouraging the discussion. Now, all of these posts, you're not just posting to post. That's your ego. You're posting to what? Create content that creates conversation, which creates connection and then creates cash. Okay. Usually you just hear me say conversations equals cash. Well, recently I've been expanding that because I think people are forgetting the connection piece, which is, I thought was just like, like, like no brainer. Right. (laughs) But I'm having to say content creates conversations, which creates the connections, which creates the cash. Okay. So an engagement post, maybe you've seen it. I'm guessing you have. A lot of times you can use just those that color block on Facebook. It's your status. So it's not just like a white background, but it could be any type of color. Use your brand colors. Hello, easy way to bring in your brand colors. And then you ask a question. It could be like a this or that question, but honestly, that's kind of like the lazy version. If you go to Pinterest, pro tip slash money hit, you can search engagement posts and it will give you a plethora multitudes, an eternity of different options that you can use. But what I love doing, what I love doing 
It's just asking a question that's relevant to my life to get someone's opinion, because guess what? Everyone wants to give their opinion and especially do they want to give their opinion on Facebook. So here's a couple examples of engagement posts. Yes, it could be for your product or service, or it could just be for your life, which I'm giving you both examples. Here's one, looking for a new house cleaner, any recommendations? So it's not a this or that, but it's asking for people to participate. And so I got tons of people giving me different recommendations. And guess what? I also connected with business owners who potentially are looking for multiple streams of income or different ways they can leverage their time outside of their current business, that it's not interfering with they're currently doing. They're able to, to add that in with no interference and increase their income. Okay. So I thought that was brilliant. High five, Emmy. <laughs> Here's another one. Where's it at? Where's it at? What's your favorite part about being a mom? I mean, hello. That's like, how relevant is that? So it's an engagement post. Yes. But the goal again, is not just to like get engagement. None of this, everything I'm sharing with you is that's not the goal. So I really wanted to know, like, I'm excited to be a mom. And essentially this is an engagement post that makes sense that people wouldn't even know is an engagement post because it has to do with your life. So those are just a couple examples, but once a week, oh, here's another one. Asking for a friend, ladies, what, what's worse, PMS or menopause? Why? Okay. So again, it could be for your life. It could be for your products or service, but you need to be making an engagement post once a week minimum on your Facebook feed. Okay. Here's the third type of post for Facebook strategy that I'm currently doing that is working. You need to have like you content, you post something that is around your personal brand specifically. Now, normally I don't say that right on Instagram. You don't want to create you content. You want to create, or I call it me content, you know, about your ego, about look at me, look at me. But on Facebook, it's your friends and family. Remember it's your grandma, it's your mother-in-law. It's like Facebook in a way is kind of like a diary, a digital diary of photos and what you're up to. And so you can't just be business all the time, 24-7. That's why I say take the niche, like take yourself out of the niche box. So it is okay to do a little bit more egocentric, if you will, <laughs> types of posts. For example, I'll give you an example. I'm gonna go first, right? All of my maternity photos. That that's very like look at me <laughs> type of content. Anytime I do a branding photo shoot, anything with the baby stuff, with pregnancy stuff, anything with Scott right? Anything family related that is going to be more you type of content, or I would put also in this category, like the inspirational type of content. So something like stop trying to phone a friend, time to step into your calling sister. Your career is not your calling always in your corner. And I put like a, it wasn't even a picture of me, but it was a quote said, no one else is supposed to understand your calling. It wasn't a conference call. Okay. So those are the three types of posts you should be making on Facebook for a current strategy. Here's like logistically what that looks like. I post twice a day on Facebook. I post one static post and one reel because your reels now come up on your feed, which is great. It should. I, I love that, that they changed that over. Here's the other thing that you want to be doing. So you're going to post twice a day, one static, one reel. Do not forget about stories. Oh, wait. Hey, let's back up real quick. On your reels, because your captions are, all, they all go together like TikTok. There's no spaces. And you know you want to have like three to five hashtags as well. Make sure you use emojis in your captions, but also, and make sure your first line, your catchy hook is scroll stopping. 
But also in your reel, then if you're you are selling something, like for instance, my personal branding two-part exclusive audio series, right? Like you can get that for free. You can actually swipe up and get that. If you have not, I recommend it, especially if you still are not standing out, you don't know your personal brand, or you're not in a place where you want to be making the money you want to be in your current business, probably because you don't have a personal brand. Swipe up and get that. You can put the link to that freebie or it's better when it's like the freebie, but I've done it with my 60 minute strategy sessions as well in the comments of the reel. It's very much like TikTok reels on Facebook are more like TikTok than Instagram reels. Okay. Again, go to my Facebook. You can also swipe up and connect there and you can see me actually do this. But the other thing about Facebook, you don't want to forget is stories. You should still be selling in stories, 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 stories. That is never going to go away. It is, I think, the bread and butter of Facebook and Instagram, like metaverse, right? And so make sure that you are utilizing your stories on your Facebook 100%. But the things that we talked about in regards to your feed, you should be incorporating if you're not. What do all of these things, what's the key of all these things? Hopefully you're going to pick up on it, but it's the conversations, right? Okay. We're not just doing this for likes. We're not just doing this for comments. We're not just doing this for egos. It's the conversations and ultimately the conversions, right? Like, does it matter if you get 3.5 views on your reels and no one follows you and no one buys your stuff? No, it doesn't matter. So you still want to have quality content that again is relevant, just like GPT said, relevant to your followers' interests, which again is harder on Facebook because you're not niched down, but it is possible. And it's possible by following the strategy that is linked to you building a personal brand. So make sure you do catch that two-part audio training series. That's exclusive. You can't get it anywhere else. I don't talk about this stuff on the podcast. You want that. And here's the bonus catch with Facebook. It's not really catch. It's kind of like actually where the fortune is. It's in the follow-up. So again, it's not just about engagement. Like when people are liking and commenting on your stuff, you actually have to (laughs) go talk to them. But please do not be that person who like, just because someone likes your stuff and then you message them and you haven't talked to them ever or in forever. And like, Hey, I saw that you liked my stuff. Are you, you know, do you like money? Ha ha ha. Random. Like this is someone's strategy. I just took a training the other day just to see what was out there. This was someone's training in the network marketing industry. If someone liked your stuff, stories or, or whatever, you would send them a random message like, Oh, Hey, thanks for liking my stuff. Not sure if you know what I do, but do you like money? Ha ha ha. I mean, Amazon's not doing that. Nordstrom's isn't doing that. That's weird. Don't do that. And you know what? If you do that and you get success, great. But can you live with yourself? Can you go to bed at night? I couldn't. That's awkward. It's weird. It feels gross. It feels icky to me. So, and spammy. And no one likes to spammy Tammy. But here's what I do encourage you to do. If someone comments on your stuff, like on a poll or your post, absolutely, that is game for you to have conversation. The door has been open to the party. And it's really weird if someone came into your house, which is what your social media is, and you never talked to them. And they were just standing in the corner at the party. Weird. That's weird too. You know what? When you make things weird, weird, they're weird. So just don't make things weird. Just be a normal human being. Act like a normal business owner, not just some <laughs> lame Lame person who's just bawling what their upline says because you know what? Your upline's probably not even doing it, to be honest with you. And that's probably what they did like 10, 15 years ago to be successful. And again, if you listen to the beginning of this episode, platforms change, 
sales strategies change. You know what sales strategy doesn't change? Being a normal human being. So hopefully this was a helpful episode for you. If it was, please take a screenshot of this episode. Tag me in your Instagram stories or Facebook stories, whatever. It's harder to reshare in your Facebook stories. So if you want me to reshare and introduce you to my network and share what your biggest takeaway was with me, but also with them, hit me up on Instagram, share it on Instagram, the Hey Hey Emmy. I'm so excited to continue the conversation with you. Hopefully, again, like I said, this was helpful. Facebook is not dead, sister. You do need to be utilizing at least two major platforms. Right now for me, it's Facebook and Instagram. I tried TikTok for a while. I got to give her another go, but you don't have to be on all the things all the time, but you definitely have to be at least on two. And Facebook has over 2.8 billion monthly active users. That's a lot of leads. AKA that's a lot of people to help you cash in on that cash money. Okay. Love you so much. See you in the next episode. If you loved this episode, I would be so honored if you would subscribe to the show. Make sure to take a screenshot, share this to your Instagram stories and tag me at Hey Hey Emmy so I can see it and we can keep the convo going. Also, if you enjoyed this podcast, please write a five-star review on iTunes. Not only will this make me super happy, but it will allow for other peeps to find our show too. Once you do that review, send me a DM on Instagram so I can hook you up with a free audit of your IG bio. The only way you can get that IG bio audit is to do the five-star Apple review. So don't forget to write your IG handle on the review so I know it's you. Okay, sister, you know what to do until we hang out together again on the next podcast party. Have the best day ever.